What does 25 cents back on every purchase mean to you? A free lunch? That gadget you've been eyeing? A night out with the fellas? With your Premise Perks checking account, you get 25 cents back with every purchase using your debit card and zero ATM, overdraft, or annual fees. With this completely free account, you can watch the money roll in with every swipe and find the freedom to go further with your cash. Premise, the bank that gets it right. Premise is a member FDIC. ATM transactions do not count towards debit card rewards. Good morning, everybody. Um, I am Pam Myers with Pam Myers Social Media, and my co-host is Erica Yoakum with Virtual Personal Assistant. Um, our show, our podcast is Three Essential Questions. We do this every week, as many of you know, and we ask basically the same three essential questions to all of our guests every week. Um, and it's always fascinating to hear everybody's responses. Today, our guest is uh, Marshall Martinez. Marshall is the interim director of Equality in New Mexico. So welcome, Marshall. Glad to have you join us. Thank you so much for having us. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Um, so the first question uh, through all this is, what have you learned about yourself during this whole COVID-19 pandemic, which is kind of a loaded question for you because you've had so many starts, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I've learned, first of all, um, starting a new position in a global pandemic is not ideal, um, but, that I could, but that I could do it anyway. Um, you know, it, there's a couple of things um, sort of in the more tangible sense. The first thing I learned during this time was that um, I'm a creature of routine. And I had to learn how to recreate the routine of staying, you know, while staying at home that I used to have before. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, the commute from the bed to the office is not as long. Um, and so I had to find ways to, you know, to transition my mind and sort of get out and about um, and make that transition. So that's the the more tangible thing that I've learned. Um, and then on the flip side, I would say that I always... Um, labeled myself as an extrovert and um, kind of just thought like, yeah, that's that's got to be true because I like to talk and I like to be around people. And then I learned it actually really is true. Um, you know, before I kind of said it as like, duh, obviously I'm an extrovert. And now I'm like, no, really, I'm an extrovert and I need some human contact. Will the neighbors please come outside and wave and shout from across the street? Anything else. Well, I, I am definitely an extrovert and luckily uh, I gather my energy and I, I satisfy my extrovertedness with things like this, with talking with people. Um, though I have to say, I have more, far more meetings now via Zoom and things like this than ever in person. Like I'm cramming in eight Zoom meetings in a day. Whereas I would never have had eight meetings in person ever. So it's been, I, I've, I've had a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I am fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. I'm with you hundred percent. I think coming out of this, the new, what used to be, um, you know, that meeting could have been an email. Like it really is turning into that zoom could have been a phone call. Right. Um, <laughs> That's the new meme. I like, yeah. <laughs> right. 
Zoom fatigue is real. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Can I borrow that? Can I, can I borrow that and make okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. So how have you responded to this situation? How are you and your business? How have you, how's the, yeah, just how have you responded to all this? Yeah. I mean, um, you know, so I actually, um, I, so I um, started with EQ&M on September 1st. And so Equality New Mexico had, um, you know, already sort of set into motion its, its response to this. Um, I'm a community organizer and mm. that is my trade. Um, you know, that's what I've, I've spent most of the last 19 years doing, heavily involved in political campaigns, legislative advocacy. And by and large, I have responded and EQNM now is responding by saying, we don't quite know how to do what we always did, but we're going to give it a shot. Um, I, I think great. experimentation, right? I, I come from a world where, you know, I believe strongly in working in community um, to help folks empower themselves to build power and make change in policy um, and in their community. That is best done with face-to-face -face conversations, right? It's best done by knocking on doors and having community meetings and having potluck dinners. Um, and so the, the response to this um, in that sense is a lot more Zoom conversations, right? Um, and also just a lot of um, having faith that what used to work in person will just work in the digital world. So we're going to try it. Um, you know, and I think that we've, you know, we've heard so much, so many times from so many people, this is a place we've never been before. As a community organizer, I can 150% say, this is a place <laughs> we have never been before. I'm used to driving to Las Cruces and setting up a big dinner at somebody's house and talking to all the folks, the queer and trans folks, the feminists, the, you know, whoever sort of identifies in that group um, about what's happening in their community and, and seeing it and hearing it. Um, and now we're sending out a Zoom link and 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 hoping that that um, what would have been a motivating, uplifting conversation over dinner um, is having that same impact, you know, digitally. So mm. I think the response for me and for EQNM has been just experiment, give it a shot, and have faith. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Right. True. And what else? Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Because to not do anything is complacency, and none of us can afford complacency, particularly right now. Yeah, I was going to say. So your life has been very interesting uh, up until a few days ago, and probably I don't know if the, the rest of everybody else is still sitting here going. Yeah, yeah. The, the TV is still on CNN. My second monitor has a whole bunch of state legislative race. Um, you know, results that I'm, I'm still sort of analyzing and looking through, um, you know, it, it, and also we're about to go into, I mean, for so many folks, um, the election is sort of the end of the work. And for me, the election is, elections are the beginning of the work. Right. Right. Um, and we're about to go into a long legislative session in New Mexico um, where EQ&M is going to have, you know, we're going to be rolling out a legislative agenda soon. And the next thing I'm thinking about is how do we mobilize people to pass bills when we can't be there in person? Right. Um, and and every everything that I've ever done has been leading up to mobilizing people to go to Santa Fe and walk around in the roundhouse and have conversations face to face um, with legislators. And it will be very interesting 
um, to go through that and you know without having that. And we did a little bit during a special session, but it was short and it was targeted. And so, so the response now is a little bit of panic and a lot of wonder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness! I, wow, I didn't think about that, but you're absolutely right. I mean, it's it's hard to to have that same impact of people with signs and you know bodies and voices holding up screens you know and, and you're right that's a very different wow hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah have to get really creative <laughs> and that kind of segues really into our third question which is what does the future look like on the other side or actually you know just moving forward let's put it that way just you know yeah, I mean, I think that I don't, I, I don't know, but I have lots of thoughts about what I think it ought to look like, right? Oh. Um, I think that um, after having been in this for six months, seven months, I'm losing track. I've been trying not to count too much because that makes it harder sometimes. Um, you know, I, as, as an organizer, um, you know, I work with an optimistic sort of imperative view of the world. Right. And my optimism and, and the what I think is the moral imperative looking forward is that we understand that accessibility for people um, has to look different. Right. Um, thinking about the legislature, I'm wondering how do we have an impact uh, when we can't be in the building? But then I'm also thinking, how do we make sure that folks who have never been able to drive to Santa Fe? have an impact on the session, right? right. How do we make right. sure that, that folks yeah. across the state, um, you know, and in a state like New Mexico, you know, we're hearing about young people and their inability to learn at home for so many different reasons. But, um, you know, the, the future to me looks like a world where people have better access to childcare because we understand that that's a real thing right? Um, and that school can't be built, can't just exist as built-in childcare for people. And then it's 2020. Um, and it is inexcusable that there are communities in this state that don't have access to the internet, right? Um, and that's a, and that's a, a, a societal feeling, right? Um, and so the future, I think, you know, through the rest of this pandemic and definitely coming out on the other side of it, um, is that we have, um, we have to have learned from this that those are not uh, social issues, as right? Um, that those are not uh, trivial things. That they that they really are moral imperatives, um, and uh, and that unfortunately we understand the real impact of healthcare access yeah. on all yeah. our communities, right? Um, and I am I just choose to believe. I refuse to acknowledge the possibility that it doesn't happen. I choose to believe that folks will think about healthcare and access to healthcare in a very different way on the other side of this. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I hope you're right. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. If saying, you know, from your lips to God's ears. I mean, yeah, that's, that's all we can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I like the idea of, uh, because there's something indomitable about uh, constantly looking to the to the what to the objective and not saying oh well you know and saying no this is where we got to go this is what we got to do and that does that 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 will i yeah it has served you well i'm sure in the past and i think moving forward that's what we're going to have to do mm -hmm. you know it's i think we got really complacent 
and we we let technology invade our lives in weird ways, but not helpful ways, like big impactful ways, like, like internet for rural communities. And like, I, I, I'm not, I'm Los Lunas. That's not even, you know, that's not like being out on a reservation. I'm Los Lunas, right? And we have crappy Wi-Fi where I am because there's not enough money for the big cable companies to run out here. Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't mean that I don't, need access need to it, it. <laughs> oh well you chose to live out there yeah sure. but i shouldn't be penalized for it neither should anybody else out there in the in the rural communities so yeah. and los lunas is a big community really when you think about it on, compared that's to what i'm saying of our state right but yeah yeah, that's what I'm yeah absolutely and i think that you know um i uh I worked previous to EQNM, I worked with an organization called Forward Together Strong Families New Mexico. Um, and a lot of our work was um, organizing in and with indigenous communities. And before the pandemic, I was, my mind was blown at the number of folks who are, who are community leaders. These are organizers, activists, community leaders who would say to me, um, Marshall, I'm going to call you at 11.15 tomorrow. That's when I can leave the house and get to the top of the hill to get my cell phone to get a signal, right? Um, and and then translate that into living in a pandemic where we've got multi-generational family homes mm-hmm. and it takes 30 minutes to get access to a cell phone signal um, at a time when you know somebody who's elderly and ill needs to be in a hospital, um, right? At a time when young people aren't getting to school, they already were taking an hour and a half long bus ride. My bus when I was in school was 25 minutes and I thought it was torture, you know? <laughs> so an hour and a half bus ride and the schools are shut down. And so we've got an entire family's worth of children who are only interacting with their siblings. Siblings are great, but that can't be healthy, right? Um, and in the, the long term, sort of. Well, you met my family, yeah. Right, right. You know, I grew up mostly as an only child. My sister's twelve years younger than me, so I was kind of on my way out the door. But you know, I, and then also, how are they possibly getting an education? Right. 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 Um, they don't have an internet signal. They don't have a cell phone signal. Um, you know, so we're sending them home with, with, and teachers are, you know, and families are doing the best they can, but the best that they can is not good enough when the system and the resources aren't there. Right. So I just feel like through the rest of this, however long it lasts, um, you know, and I'm refusing to have a countdown clock anymore because it's traumatizing. Um, <laughs> but through however long this lasts and on the other side, we really just have to start thinking about um what is an inconvenience for some folks is a is a major potentially traumatic situation for folks who are most vulnerable in our communities mm-hmm. absolutely right. absolutely that's why we got to get elon musk out there with his you know the have the satellite out there and so that you know, the <laughs> get that satellite. Yeah. yep yeah well right. Marshall, oh go ahead eric no go um, is there anything else that you want to impart in, to um, the audience before we do our wrap up? You know, um, the only thing that I, um, I've been saying a lot to, you know, both some friends and to Equality New Mexico supporters, allies, donors, activists, is that I think that um, 
so many of us believe that this is the world that we're going to come out into. Um, and as an organizer, what I know is that uh, these things don't happen because they're the right thing. They happen because people work for them to happen. Um, and so I think through the rest of this pandemic, regardless of what the results of today, tomorrow, next week's presidential election um, results look like, the reality is, we have to be, we have to come together as communities, not only for, for mental and emotional health right now, but to build a world where this isn't the result of a virus in the future, right? To, uh, you know, we can't control the possibility of the virus or the pandemic. And, you know, there's lots of conversations about that. But what we can do is make sure that folks are not in the same situation if this ever happens again. Right, right. Yeah. Wise Absolutely. words. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, Marshall, um, where if folks wanted to reach out to you and uh, continue this conversation with you, what's the best way for folks to, to reach out? Yeah, absolutely. Folks can email me. My email address is marshall at eqnm.org. Um, yep, right there and uh, and eqnm.org is the website, um, and of course there's a contact us link on there as well. Um, and uh, as you can see, I work from home, and that means that I don't keep nine to five bankers business hours anymore because it's a little too easy. And so I'm pretty reachable almost all the time. And so feel free to shoot me an email. Uh, there's not much else to do, so I'll probably respond right away because what else do I have going on, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's putting it lightly. I'm sure you have a lot going on, but I do appreciate your your quick responses to emails all the time. So thank you for that. That's absolutely. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Marshall. This has been very informative. Thank you for being here with us this morning. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. Have a great day. <laughs> Bye. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.